0: Welcome to No Starving Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Anissa Benitez. Today's episode is about feeling where you are. We can so easily become disconnected from where we are physically, from our bodies. We can become so cerebral when we're not tuning into what's right in front of us, who is around us, and how we presently feel in our bodies. As expected, we'll end this episode with a sensory exercise to feel more of where we are this topic came about for me because I'm currently in Atlanta, Georgia, and notice that people here are a bit more present than I've experienced elsewhere, especially New York City in the slow southern u s a It's culturally a bit more common to see customs such as stopping somebody and greeting them on the street, um noticing people in passing saying, you know, just really acknowledging people with eye contact, presence, patience, saying, hi, how you doing? Um, Even if the default response is just good, and you good. (laughs) And it might feel silly, and I have historically dismissed these little moments as superficial interactions, but what it creates also is speed bumps in thought. Rather than mindlessly passing someone on the street, each person pulls you out of your head a little bit, pulls you out of your thoughts, forces you to connect with them, even if it's on a light level. It reduces our endless brain chatter, our endless thoughts, to-do list, whatever we're entertained with in our mind. It reduces our self-focus and it expands our self, making eye eye contact with another person and simply acknowledging their presence might seem trivial, but I have felt the significant contrast in my body in these small, small interactions in these small little ways and I've so appreciated it. There's a lot of wisdom in tradition, there's a lot to be learned from these small customs like southern hospitality that slow us down, that reinforce gratitude and presence. Not all of us are privileged to live in these places that reinforce that type of living. <laughs> so, hopefully, today's episode supports you in being counterculture or just tuning into your body's life force energy, tuning into the beauty of the present moment a little bit more. Our agenda for today's episode is first, we'll start with a topic of understanding what we're absorbing in the world around us, taking responsibility for it, though it's not our fault, and then finally our sensory exercise of tuning into where we are. This is our final episode of the season. Season two has been really lovely for me. I guess ten episodes has allowed me to have a lot more enthusiasm and approaching and trying to narrow down the list of topics and things of that nature. It also has been really beautiful to just connect with you all again um we had a year-long break between season one and season two i do not anticipate having another year-long break before season three however i do have greater ambitions for this podcast and would love to near those maybe in season three and so i don't know how much heavy lifting that will require As always, if you've been enjoying this podcast, share it on social, leave your review on Apple podcast that helps it reach more people have some more support for the potential of its growth, which is really exciting. And without further ado, let's get into this episode. So often in this life, we are living very outside of our bodies and it's not necessarily our fault, but it is our responsibility to come back to our bodies, especially as sensitive artists, we can take in the world and that helps inform our creativity, our 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 beauty, um, so many things about our essence and what we inject back into society. We have to be absorbent and stay, in that state, to also create really profound things to see the world reflected back to others and to maintain being a mirror. But absorbing the world is a lot. I've been seeing a lot of talk lately in the fall of the spiritual community. And this is maybe a, a topic that's very popular on TikTok. It's also kind of why I love TikTok because maybe everybody's not talking about these things, but it is informing the culture. There's been this downfall of the spiritual community or a lack of trust in a lot of folks because you'll see a lot of terms around posit- toxic positivity and a lot of spiritual leaders are putting a lot of emphasis on the self-help and the self-discipline. And I'm sure I'm guilty of a lot of this thinking as well. I absolutely love self-help and that's really hugely helped me in this lifetime and and that was a lot of the origins for wanting to create no starving artists to try to be in service and help people be a guide but also simultaneously i've learned that we are not um we're not an island unto ourselves we are so interconnected and with this downfall of the spiritual spiritual community it's become this way because there's a lot of emphasis on our thoughts, our mindset, our habits contributing to how our lives manifest. There's a huge lack of influence um, and speak of the influence of our environment and our culture and the messages around us, uh, how we were raised that it makes it seem as though it's our responsibility completely if we don't have great lives and that's never the case we are so hugely influenced in our ability to feel healthy to feel liberated to maintain faith by the external world Uh, after much personal inner work I've hit a block recently around the impact that I can have internally um juxtaposed with the external world that I live in and that kind of created my travel journey of wanting to be in a healthy environment because i love being counterculture but it gets really taxing and i don't know if you've experienced that personally in your life whether it's even just being in a family where you're not seeing eye to eye on a lot of values or having friends where you feel a little bit on the outside in that way or even living in a town a city a country where it feels counterculture to practice mindfulness to try to be and, and maintain that level of light and that level of faith and the level of presence that you ideally want to live in to be your highest self and that makes sense because we are all interconnected beings and we will inevitably absorb the suffering of others the pain of others the manic the hustle culture of our surroundings and it can be really isolating to live a life otherwise uh, I definitely went through a phase of being like, maybe I should just live in the woods, I should be a monk, I should uh, be a nun, I don't know. But knowing my personality, absolutely not. I love, I love continuing to try to be my highest self and if I never reach that, I'm, I'm seen as the devil, I will be much happier because I would have tried and I would have continually exerted the effort to um, bring and share more light within my general surroundings and i have a feeling that the case might be the same for you you want to bring and share light with your community even if you're receiving back a lot of darkness at times and you're challenged with the darkness that you carry internally and that's a beautiful place to be in um it's way more interesting at least even if it's challenging if you are in the world then you're probably somewhat absorbent It's a beautiful thing to think of, porosity. That's a term that I first was kind of introduced to in regards to hair and hair texture. Some of us have very low porosity, some of us have high porosity, and so our ability for our hair to absorb water is different. That's a tangent in itself, but I I found it really interesting because in the black hair community, I, of course, foresee hair, but I also have very low porosity, and so it takes a while for my hair to soak up water. So we learn how different we are over time, and it's very special when the language comes out to inform and validate our experiences. I didn't know why my hair was different, but it was beautiful to discover that it was normalized with the introduction of this language. Similarly, I feel this is a good segue because Dr. Gabor Mate, who has been around for such a long time, he is a hungarian canadian physician and author and he talks a lot about his background in family practice and early childhood development trauma and healing so he had a very kind of corporate and academic background and then transitioned to be more integrated and be less on maybe a pedestal began publishing more of his work and that led to a huge level of accessibility. And he's truly having a moment because people are in need. People are feeling stuck. People are feeling like they're feeling everything. I think after the pandemic, so many of us have experienced a lot of heart opening and things that we were previously less sensitive to are now hitting us. It's being felt. We are turned on, tapped in and not wanting to drop out which is a really beautiful thing when you want to stay in society you want to stay um in proximity with the matrix and see how you can change it so there is an interview that Gabo Armante did with tim ferris on his podcast and i'm going to read the excerpt from that or the transcription from that episode that really stuck with me i shared this on tiktok So sensitivity magnifies the pain that we have. Sensitivity also leads to more creativity. So very often the most creative people also have the most pain, which is why creative people escape from their pain through all kinds of dysfunction like addictions and so on. So there's really a link between creativity and sensitivity. Creativity and sensitivity and suffering all at the same time so that's the first point that he makes and the second point he makes is around high performers if you look at the word performers it means to perform and so a lot of these people who are high performers look to the outside they look to being in these successful positions um, to feel better about their Selves and often lean towards trying to hide their own suffering. And a lot of people who are suffering continue to focus on these achievements to, with the hopes that it will make them feel better because they are struggling so much and they're feeling so much of the sensitivity of the world. What stuck with me about this conversation was the importance of Understanding that we are not alone in the experience of being sensitive as being artists that they actually go really hand-in-hand hand. That our being sensitive is really beautiful um, It's really beautiful to have the capacity to feel pain Not just our own pain, but hold the pain of those around us to be in the position to have the capacity to feel global pain and suffering to be a human being who can feel like these earthquakes in Syria and really have so much empathy and love for people there in the way that you would if they were next door Um, and want to give and show up in that same way, to have the capacity to feel our way through the world takes courage, takes a lot of bravery, takes a lot of strength and is a reason to keep living, to not shut down, to not numb ourselves, to not numb ourselves to feeling so much. Can you tell that I'm like a Scorpio moon? I feel like I my feeling sense is so extreme and so heightened and I don't think that it matters that I am that. I think <laughs> I think a lot of us still can feel um feel a lot of pain and suffering even when it's not our own. And it's a really beautiful thing. Um I definitely get in that place of being like is it just me? Like it's definitely like when I look at my astrology it's like you're you're here for a rocky ride, enjoy it and try to stay alive. <laughs> and I'm like, Is this everybody's astrology? Um, is this what everybody's experiencing? And what I see commonly is those who are open to awakening, those who are open to producing and sharing more of their inner world with the outer world, artists, creators, tend to be on that same boat. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, I I think if you've gotten this far, you're on that boat. Um, and so know that you're not alone know that this is a collective experience and it's a collective effort and so in those moments where we're seeking to shut down from the world we're seeking to create a distance we're working to live more in our thoughts to be more in control that is sometimes a reason for why we are not living in our bodies and tuning into our feeling because we're just overstimulated it's just too much but just know that with that awareness, you can also be a little bit more calculated into to understand when you are being in the world and also when you're taking time off and you're actually tuning more into your body, into the present moment, to feel more grounded. And so with that, let's get into an exercise for coming back to here. So we're not endlessly living and trying to numb ourselves and trying to escape in thought. But be in our bodies so this is a somatic exercise or a sensory experience whichever you prefer but the ultimate goal is to understand where your body is separate from your mind because often we think we are our thoughts we think that we are Feeling how our thoughts are telling us we are feeling, but often we are telling us ourselves a story unrelated to what our body is presently experiencing. And so, to tune into our world, to, to tune into our present, then it helps to connect with our body and understand the truth of the moment. So, to begin this exercise, find a quiet place where you can take a few minutes. This will take no more than five minutes and it's a great practice to do before entering a very stressful environment it's a great practice to do when you find yourself overstimulated and disconnected from your present moment body Um, so once you found that quiet place I recommend that you are seated begin by taking a deep inhale through your nose And exhale from your mouth. Allow yourself to sigh it out. Again, taking a deep inhale through your nose. Filling up as much as possible. And exhaling from your mouth. Feeling yourself sinking more deeply into this moment. As you continue taking these deep breaths, Try to notice what it sounds like. See if you can notice your heart rate. You can put a hand on your chest and see if you can feel your heart as you take these deep belly breaths. See if you can notice if your heart rate has slowed down So this first step is noticing. Another thing to notice is our body temperature. Are you feeling overheated? (laughs) Are you feeling really cold and numb? Continue taking deep inhales through your nose and exhales from your mouth at a natural pace whatever feels good for you in your body. So you can have your eyes open or your eyes closed during this practice. If your eyes are open, then maybe you have some soft gaze lower to the floor. You're not necessarily fixated on anything in particular. So, the beauty of these exercises, different from a meditation, is we are actually focused on connecting with the space around us and the space within us. So, the next step is to continue breathing and locate where you are. So, there's little elements that help remind us of where we are. Sounds. What sounds do you hear around you? They might be subtle or they might be pretty intense. Notice how they make you feel. Notice if if they're consistent or it's a little irregular. See what else you can notice as far as sounds in the space around you. Now see how you can tune your attention more closely to where you are, not from the space around you that you can see. Or you know you're surrounded by but a little bit closer. Where are you seated? (laughs) What are you sitting on? Does it feel soft? Does it feel hard? What's its temperature? Locating where you are is also understanding what you're in contact with and how it makes us feel The beauty of being a sensitive person is continuing to cultivate that sensitivity. It's beautiful to notice these little things. You might be sitting on a cold surface and feel that it makes you feel more uptight. You might notice that in your posture. Feeling a little bit more stiffened versus the moments when you sit on something cushy and warm. And how soothed you feel how your posture softens where are you right now now let's get a step further in this location of where we are and go a little bit more internally not just what we're in contact with but what's going on inside of our bodies we located our heart we tuned into our breath Those are things to always return to. One of my favorite exercises for this as well is doing a body scan. And we've done this a few times together, bringing your attention from the top of your head and scanning down your body. This is a practice to come back to and revisit. I'll mention it here. We can do it quickly together, but I highly recommend taking the time even if it takes an hour to take a deep inhale through your nose, exhale from your mouth and take that as the cue to begin the journey of bringing our attention from our forehead down to the tip of our, tip of our toes and locate any points within our body where we might be carrying tension. Some of this is unknowingly. It might be tension in your jaw. It might be tension in your throat. Sometimes from not speaking our truth. A lot of us carry tension in our shoulders, in our backs, in your hips. And see how you can take a deep inhale and exhale and breathe into that area of our body and soften that area of our body and send it love sending it love because you're taking the time to give it attention and that's sometimes all that we need to feel seen even by ourselves locating where you are also another exercise i'm like giving them all because we had our final episode of the season but you might want to self-massage Self massaging is a really beautiful practice and it's really beautiful to make that connection with your own body. Going out for massages is lovely, but how can you bring your hands to every point of your body from the top of your head to the tips of your toes and massage the tension out of your body and really make that connection? You might be surprised by what you find hidden pain, tickly points, (laughs) all of it. So that's step two, to locate where you are and really just tune into it. The ideal step um, three is to be that healing hand whether it's through self-massage, which I invite you to definitely practice, or it's literally through the placing of your hand on your chest and one hand on your belly and send yourself some love. Create a passageway to release tension to tune into your breathing, to see what arises more organically, what you notice, what you feel, what you hear, to tune into all of your senses that are real. (laughs) Not our thoughts, but really our senses. There might be a lingering taste in your mouth even from what you ate most recently. For me, that was dark chocolate. And I realize I can still taste it. Maybe I should brush my teeth. (laughs) But no, seriously. How much we go not noticing pain. Not noticing sweetness. Even sweetness from chocolate trapped in our teeth. Not noticing all these little things that are going on with our body with where we are, with how we're feeling, with what we're hearing, what we're taking in. So with a healing hand, you're making a promise to yourself to do a better job supporting yourself despite the wildness of the external world, which does penetrate you and does impact your ability to focus internally and take care. Send yourself some love in this moment for taking the time to tune into yourself. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes or you can just look up and re engage with the space around you, shifting self back to be not just focused in yourself. But into the world again. Thank you. That was fun. (laughs) This whole season has been really fun, and I'd love to stay connected. If you enjoyed this season, write a review on Apple Podcasts, share it with somebody that you love. Feel free to connect with me on social media. I'm at Anisa Benitez on Instagram and TikTok. If you liked, Things about this season for instance I really like doing 20 minute episodes I think it's much better than 40 minute episodes that I was doing historically because hearing one person's voice for that long is a challenge even me listening to my own voice to be honest Um, and if you want more of anything that you heard in season three oh season two for season three let me know I'd love to hear from you and Regardless, in our in-between, I'm sending you so much love. I really, truly appreciate you. Every person who always reaches out to me who listens to this podcast is such a kindred spirit and fellow creative, and I love that you are also sharing light into this world. I feel like that is the connected thread between us, creatives who are trying our best to share some light back into the world while we are on what feels like sometimes an isolating self-indulgent artistic journey Um, journey of life (laughs) which is entering the unknown and sometimes getting absorbed by the fact that we just don't see what's in the future Mm. that's the beauty of it too I love being here in the present with you I appreciate you so much and yeah take care